Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to the first Must Hear Music podcast of 2015. Happy New Year's to the listeners. Happy New Year's to Jason Lipschutz. Hey, man. And Erica Ramirez. Happy New Year! Without wasting too much time, what? How was your guys's New Year's? Is Chase? Oh, it was lovely. It was Aww. lovely. Uh, stayed local. Stayed in New York. Didn't really do that much um, over the weekend. Watched The Giver. Ooh, very, very keeping up with the movies. Sounding movie. I don't have any idea what that is. The Giver. It's, no. it's that like kids. Is book. Drake in it? Because if not, I yeah, don't no, know. it's starring Drake <laughs> and Adele. <laughs> Jesse Ware makes a guess. Uh, Jesse Ware. Yeah. Jesse Ware is now on the list of artists. Oh, I Jessie only pay Ware. attention to. Okay, sorry. Yes, you watched The Giver. Um, yeah, that was it. What about you? You um, were you were in California for about six months. I was in California for two weeks and a half, maybe. <laughs> no, wait, <laughs> two and a half weeks. December eighteenth to this morning uh, to January sixth. Is that today? Yeah. Welcome back to New York. <laughs> I'm back, Joe. I'm ready. I'm back. So yeah, you, you're just like several hours off the plane. Yes. So if Erica starts slurring, we're just gonna pretend it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, my my New Year's I actually had a cold, so that was sad. Oh, Joe. But it was still fun. I had a good time. Okay, phew. Wait, yeah. you had for New Year's or for for Christmas? New Year's Eve? I had a very slight cold. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna quickly tell the story. In college, one year I had mono during New Year's, oh. and um, my girlfriend at the time and I watched High School Musical 2 on my couch and it was midnight and then she left to go to a party. Oh. Like well, you saddest. can't really like kiss her. Yeah, I know. I agree. Yeah, we she made the right choice. So, yeah. yeah. She... No, but like it was just, it literally, she was like, oh, I'll spend midnight with you. And then it was midnight and then like 12.03. Mm-hmm. She was like, all right, I'm going to go to a party. Like, I've done all I can do for you. Bye. I have to go. Miley yeah. Cyrus at the end of High School Musical 2. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, true. But enough about Miley. So it's, it's January of 2015. This is slow traditionally time. a slow time for music. Slow But time. thankfully, we have not had a new Must Hear Music podcast in a little bit. So we've got um, a little backtracking to do. And I'm going to start with Madonna, who had... I mean, there's there's so much to say about Madonna. There's so much to say about this. Um, I'm I'm going to steer clear of talking about the leaks because I think everyone knows that um, Madonna suffered some very embarrassing leaks from an upcoming record that she had not even announced. If you want to hear me and Keith, or just Keith, talk about it, we talked about it two weeks in a row did on the Pop the Shop. Embarrassing podcast. Instagrams that she also posted that no, were ridiculous. I did not. That was horrible. Those were also pretty bad. <sighs> yeah. The Guardian actually had a really great piece about that that I would recommend. I can't remember the name of the writer. Ugh. Who did it was just like how Madonna used to be in complete control of her public image and she just kind of doesn't get social media and it just yeah. seems to be getting away with her. The whole piece was like, Oh, it's not so much racist as that she just doesn't understand like how Twitter and Instagram work. Yeah. And that what she did. Like showing Martin Luther King and being like 
he had a rebel heart and a dream. It's just like insensitive. I don't think she means it to be yeah. insensitive. Right. I just think she's like out of touch. The thing I just said, because I wrote that story that was on Friday and I was like, sometimes you do things that you regret. <laughs> like that's how <laughs> sometimes in life you just want to take, take something back and maybe, you know, using the rebel heart meme over Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela. Maybe want to maybe want to take that one back, Madonna. Right. Yeah, stick to Miley and Homer Simpson. <laughs> she also used it over them. Um, oh, really? Oh, my God. Wait, she did? So she put Nelson Mandela up yeah. and, and then she put Miley. Miley and Homer Simpson. I don't know if it's in that order. Oh, no, exact it was order. in that order. No, it wasn't in that. It, it was like, like Bob Marley, Nelson Mandela. This is what she did. She did Bob Marley, Nelson Mandela, and Martin Luther King. And then she's like, all of these guys are rebel hearts. And then like two hours later, she did a picture of herself and was like, like, happy new year from this hashtag rebel heart. And it's like, ah, oh. like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's yeah. going on? I thought she put them up like back to back. I'd be like, that's even more ridiculous. Yeah. But okay. No. But um. Anyway. But anyways, so but let's talk about the music. So Madonna released six new songs from her upcoming album, Rebel Heart. Um, the one I picked to talk about, and we can we can talk about any of them, of course, but I think Bitch I'm Madonna is the most interesting new song she has. It's probably not the best or the worst new song that she's released, but to me it's by far the most interesting. It's it's just like what really impresses me about it, impresses maybe a strong word, but delights me about it, is that it's her just like going bonkers and trying a bunch of stuff. Like She's just like throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it works. And for the most part, I think it's just a really fun song. Like, it has this kind of, like, strummy guitar start. Then it has, like, a dubstep breakdown. She's doing... And even her voice is, like, doing things we haven't heard her do in a while. She's going from, like, kind of like a Mickey Mouse or, I guess, Minnie Mouse rap to, like, screaming to singing. It's just, like, her and Diplo, like, doing the craziest things they can imagine. I know a lot of people think it's embarrassing because of the, you know, like... Madonna trying to rap or maybe trying to rap element or Madonna trying to go dubstep. But to me, I'm just glad to hear something fresh from her. And it sounds like she's having like fun doing this. So what were your guys' thoughts? Um, I mean, it's definitely a step down for me for Living for Love, which is the new single, which I really like. I think it's it's very very fun and kind of this this kind of elegant pop that she does well a lot of the time and and. Yeah, I think this is this seems to me more like a an experimental album cut. Like it just seems like a like a track number twelve on mm-hmm. you know, kinda like um this it reminded me it's different than this song, but it reminded me of like the Ariana Grande song with ASAP Ferg, where she's just like, Ah, oh, I wanna make a song with ASAP Ferg. Like it won't be a single, but like this is gonna be weird and I like doing this. So that's kinda how I feel about this song. It's like just kinda a, a wacky song that'll be on her album and will not be a highlight but it won't be like a low light so yeah it's just kind of it's kind of rocking in its own universe i turned it off after like a couple of seconds Thank you. <laughs> it was like really it was just an, a more annoying for me it was just when she started rapping i was just like oh yeah no this is what you're doing i don't need to hear this no but i mean i get to i see what you guys are doing with her just kind of just having fun it definitely sounds like they were just having fun but i just it's a little too too much fun for me i think i think you're this might be a little too much fun for a lot of people i'm definitely and i'm certainly not alone like a ton of people like madonna but i'm a huge madonna fan so i'm coming at it from 
the very subjective perspective that like I want to like what she's doing. So I think I'm definitely willing to accept some goofier stuff from her than I would another another artist. Like I mean she like straight up tried rapping on um American Life about I guess 10 years ago now and that while in my heart I know it's terrible, like I still kind of like it. So, so you're like a, a legit fan. I'm a legit fan, yeah. yeah, to the point where it does cloud my judgment. I um, understand. That being said, yeah, I, I agree with Jason. I think Living for Love is probably the best um, of her new songs. Yeah. Uh, Unapologetic Bitch is kind of the reggae-ish one. I think that's probably the worst. It's just like Madonna like kind of trying a reggae vibe is just wrong. It doesn't sound yeah, good. Yeah, not for me. Um, but but yeah, so let's let's listen to Bitch and Madonna. That's That's my pick for, I think, the most interesting risky just kind of like balls to the wall it's a slow, the bunch. It's a slow month yeah exactly but yes but this is not for everyone so um but for some people here's madonna's bitch i'm madonna All right, that was Madonna. Uh, let's move to Kanye West featuring Paul McCartney. A lot of heavy hitters oh, hey. doing strange songs, kind of outside their wheelhouse. Yeah, usually I'm the week. one bringing like the the mainstream pop stars. This this week I got some weird ones, but you got Kanye. Yeah, and, yeah we're, Aww, and Paul you, McCartney. Oh, we'll talk about yours. But yeah, later, so this yes. is uh, this Kanye West featuring Paul McCartney. Only one is the name of the song. Uh, it was a surprise release on New Year's Eve, and Erica, you picked this. So, what what are your Clearly thoughts on this track? Clearly, I chose this. Um, <laughs> it's just so evil. How can I not choose this? But I think that I come at it the way you come at it with the Madonna song, where like I'm just a legit Kanye fan. That uh, it is a little bit biased of me to with any new Kanye song that I will listen to. But um, I mean, I I wrote a piece about. Um, this song in particular and Jason edited it so he knows kind of what I'm talking about but it's just it's taken Kanye a bit of time to come to this point where he's just accepting his mom's loss so I think I looked at the song as more of more of a personal thing for him like more of like him just kind of coming to this point in his life where he's accepting it and he's happy and he's in this like healing process and he's finally arrived to where he needs to arrive so it's just a very emotional song that I like really appreciated and the auto-tune and you know it's like light light auto-tune on it he definitely could have used more because he's used more before it 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 does like kind of annoy me a little but Kanye is one of those people that when he sings he usually always uses auto-tune I think it's his way of like still being like manly still trying to like not sound too emotional yeah he doesn't want to be too vulnerable so he uses autotune um but yeah i mean i really really like the song just more of what he's saying and as an artist just seeing him get to this point where he could actually put out this type of a song also on new year's eve where you would expect an artist to put out like more of an up-tempo song and then it's his first single off this new album so also we thought we were going to get the all day song that leaked a couple um, months ago that was a little bit more upbeat so I mean yeah I just really I really like where Kanye comes in this song I don't and it might not be how the whole album is it, I don't think it tells the tone of the album but I mean I just appreciate him coming out with the first song as the, in this type of way yeah, Jason on the I, other I, hand no no okay so let me let me say a couple things about this song and why I, I like it I like I, I don't love it I, it's not a song that I'm going to listen to over and over like some of my favorite Kanye songs 
here <laughs> you no, no i was so, gonna say so i, I could eye. see why people wouldn't yeah. no i mean like i i legit cried every I single know. time i heard it on new year's day <laughs> like i really did like my dad was just like what's going on like you need to stop it it's like nice outside and only one day. but yes yeah, so only i'm one. sorry go ahead um <laughs> a couple things i like about this song number one it's not Jesus. hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. <laughs> so, I, as most people know, I do not like Jesus whatsoever. So it is crazy, not- but... <laughs> in the style of Jesus. Number two, I'm just happy that, like, from a personal standpoint, that Kanye's really happy. Like, I, I don't, none of us know, like, Kanye personally, but, Speak you know, <laughs> yeah, I did pass him in a hallway one time. Um, but, you know, as much as My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was an amazing album, it was also a really haunted album and had a lot of pain at the center of it. And, as much as you know, you want our, our artists to feel that pain and, and create something brilliant like he did, you also want them as people to be happy and you want them to find peace, especially with someone you've been rooting for for a while, like Kanye. We've, we've listened to his music for over a decade. So to hear him get to this point is very, it's, it's nice. And that's the third thing is that it's nice to kind of start off 2015 you saw on Twitter a lot at it last week in the last week of December, people just being like, man, 2014, kind of a shitty year, like in terms of like the world news and what's going on. And it was kind of nice that this at midnight dropped and was so pure and simple and sweet. And it was, you know, uh, it was his mother talking to his late mother talking to him and trying to impart some messages. And it was very sweet. I, like I said, I don't think like, I mean, musically aside, like I, it, this song, like it, it's not like this song. You really think like, oh, musically, it's it's kind of bare and not complex, and like that's not the point of it. Like this is this is just like a thing he wanted to put out, and I think it's it's very touching. And you know, this is me. Not I'm usually the cynical one on this. I show. thought you were gonna say something much worse. No. No, usually I'm the cynical one on the show, but I... So I, you're just laughing at me because I was crying, that's all. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> literally, what's so funny is that like the lyrics of this song could just be like about like an umbrella. Like it just like kind of be like, umbrella, I love you, umbrella. And you'd be like, oh my God. That, okay, this is maybe. But I, wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I wouldn't cry. I think you might. The, I wouldn't cry because you said like, loved raindrops. an umbrella. I would like it. <laughs> I'm kidding. No I'm matter teasing. what. I'm teasing you. But 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, you know, Matt, no matter what you think of Kanye's music, like, you know, you don't have to love all of it as I do not. Um, but this is, yeah, this is very affecting in, in, in a good way. Yeah, I think the uh, one thing we haven't touched on too much is Paul McCartney being on this. So who's Paul d- McCartney? He does not. Yeah, Paul McCartney. <laughs> uh, Bitch, I'm Paul McCartney. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Famous for contributing a song to a video game recently. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, no, so he just plays organ on this song. If you haven't heard it, he does not sing. He doesn't do backup. He just plays organ on it. Um, but I think there's also something just kind of in the place of rock history that's really interesting about McCartney playing on this song because um, a lot of people who like rock music, um, especially like in the 70s and 80s, would criticize McCartney for being a little too sentimental, a little too family friendly. Um, People who like their rock, you know, ironic and acerbic, usually took aim at McCartney. And so it's very interesting that when Kanye is like kind of going from, you know, he, like we've said, you know, had a very troubled few years and now he seems actually in a good place both with his mother's death with his marriage with his kid um it seems just very fitting that his kind of like happy song should be with mccartney who long has been kind of associated with you know rock star domestic bliss um and there's also kind of a cool element where uh you know one of paul mccartney's most famous songs is let it be where he plays an organ and the mother mary in the song is specifically in reference not not to the christian mother mary but to his mom who had died um so it's interesting that he should be playing organ on a song that's about kanye's deceased mother so um but i i agree with things both of you said i like it it's not like a standout kanye song but it is really nice and i think it is pretty beautiful too so let's listen to it's kanye west featuring paul mccartney only one. And I hear you say, hello, my only one. Remember, you got no brothers, you got love in your hands, and you're still my chosen one. All right, that was Kanye and Paul. Um, the, the duo, everyone has been waiting to happen for, for <laughs> Listen, decades. It's, there's apparently more to come. There's a Rihanna, Paul McCartney, Kanye, and Ty Dolla Sign collaboration. Oh, my coming. God. That's, that's, that's too <laughs> much. Like, I mean, I, I'm excited. People sounded surprised. But if he did, once he did all of the lights, you can't be surprised at a collaboration like that. Like, I had, like, Fergie and Kid Cudi and Rihanna. Right. Like, and Elton was on all right, of the lights. Right. Like, that was... Yeah. So, I mean, I don't... I, I'm excited to hear it. So I don't know how it's gonna be, but right. No, I'm I'm excited. Like love I love Jesus. I have to say I like all of Kanye's albums. So yeah, James. Um, all right, guys. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm just obviously you didn't curious. hear his 2013 album. <laughs> um, I am anyways, a guy. Let's not, let's not dive into Jesus. But so next up, we have another one that we disagree on. Hey, uh, we have the new <laughs> NERD song. It's Aww. called Squeeze Aww. Me. And it is for the new SpongeBob SquarePants movie, the second theatrical SpongeBob SquarePants film. Um, and Jason, you, gre- well, here let, let me say, let me give the positive for this song before yeah, we you go ahead. I cannot cho- believe but you guys. Can you say like- that you he chose it, Jason? But he has the negative review of it. You're yeah, such a hater. I am such a hater. Well, I choose things that I don't like sometimes because I like to discuss you like them. To hate. <laughs> I do love to hate. <laughs> I'm like I'm the the I'm a member of Dave Chappelle's player player. Oh my gosh. Hate, 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 hate. Um but but so this okay, so this song squeeze me. I have to admit when I, I I was not looking for a new NERD song and I'm a huge, huge fan of their first album. It's one of those few albums where I loved it when it came out. I still listen to it a lot regularly. 
Um, whereas, you know, a lot of stuff that came out 15 years ago, you, you know, you dug it when you were a teenager and then you just don't yeah. spin it that in much. In Search of is but great. In Search of, I think, is a, is a masterpiece. It only looks better as the years go on. Um, wasn't crazy about their second album, so I wasn't terribly excited about the idea of a 2014 or I guess 2015, whenever this actually dropped, um, NERD song. But, you know, it's, it's for a SpongeBob movie, and I think it basically works like that. Like, it's just a fun kind of frothy song like he's literally singing from a spongebob perspective like asking you to squeeze him as a sponge he's singing about jellyfish like it's just kind of a cute fun song and i enjoyed it like it, it did yeah. not offend me but yeah jace i mean it's uh, yeah <laughs> like joe said I mean, so you when know I first- so pharrell made another song for a kid soundtrack a couple years ago it's called happy <laughs> Never song is very good it's very lightweight. It's very fun. This song just kind of like lumbers along and is so heavy and doesn't have any kind of rhythm or tempo. And it like. I wiggled to it. So there's you definitely did, uh, something that, there. That's, that, that's fine. <laughs> I literally thought that it was too long and it's two and a half minutes long. That song is two and a half minutes long. And by the minute and a half, I was like, all right, I'm done. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's as, as light as happy. Um, but I still think it's like cute for a sponge for a song for a SpongeBob movie. It's fine. That's fine. Listen, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if the world needs NERD to come back. And what? Listen, that's f- it's fine. Like Pharrell's doing his thing. Like I liked Pharrell's album last year a lot, and you I don't know, know. I think they both put in like a. I don't know. I mean, I think they're both geniuses in their own ways. So I sure. think that. I mean. You guys talked about when how you great mean, the first. Both, you mean Frell and SpongeBob? No. Just to clarify. <laughs> yes, I mean you know. <laughs> that, that Aww, got SpongeBob me. is genius. You I don't know, want to discriminate. SpongeBob is also genius, but yeah. Like their NERD's last album, Nothing, which I think was in 2010, pretty bad. Like that album's yeah. not very good. Yeah. And then I read that that you know NERD's back with this song for the SpongeBob movie. And they have two more songs coming, one of which is named Patrick Star, and another one I think is Sandy Squirrel. And then I heard Squeeze Me, and I'm like, uh, You're not excited for SpongeBob? Uh, no. no, actually, the movie looks pretty fun. I'll, I will say I'm that. Very, I loved the first movie. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it's, it's totally fun. It'll be more fun when I leave before the credits, and I don't have to hear Squeeze Me. Sorry, Ooh. NERD. So I know. You, you don't think this is another number one Pharrell kids <laughs> no. movie hit? No, sorry guys. But I think that's probably true. You know, yeah, I don't. I mean, I like it. But I don't like it that much. Yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I think I also just I can't critique it so badly because it's a kids song. <laughs> like I feel bad. Like, it's a squeeze. The you're picturing sake. like kids weeping. Why are you making fun of me? <laughs> Why don't you love SpongeBob? Exactly. SpongeBob. Um. Yeah, I'm, I have to say I'm I'm pretty excited still for their Patrick Star <laughs> song. I, I want a, an NERD song from the perspective of Patrick. So, but let's listen to this song, this very divisive song, NERD Squeeze Me from the new SpongeBob movie. I like your depression. What you believe me? Squeeze me, squeeze me till I pop. Squeeze me till you drop. That was NERD Squeeze Me. Um, next up, let's let's switch to an Erica song. We've got Ray Sremond, This Could Be Us. Uh, they, you know, this is, like we mentioned earlier, it's kind of a 
slow time for music, but this is a group or duo that released an album that people actually have been anticipating. So we have the rare early January album yeah. that people care about with Ray Sremens just Re- dropped right. Yeah, I mean, bef- yeah. before we start talking about that, it is interesting how like every year there seems to be one hip hop group or one hip hop artist that like just is like, yeah, January is my month where like last year was like Kid Ink and then two years ago was ASAP Rocky and they both had like number one albums. So I don't know. I don't know where this one is going to chart yet, but I mean, yeah, it always seems like that, right? But, but yeah, it yeah. does. It anyway. does seem like that. Um, and I want, we'll get back to that later with the, my next choice, but, but so Ray Sremond, um, this is an Erica pick. I just want to say, I really thank you for making me listen to this because I'd only <laughs> heard the two singles, oh, which yes. I liked. Um, and I genuinely, I, I think this might be like my favorite of what I've heard of them. Yay. This has like kind of, and I guess probably also because it's like a lot of singing. It's a little bit yes. pop leaning, but like, this is a really cool song. Like yeah. it's nice and very catchy. It's every, I mean, the whole, the entire, their entire album, Strum Life, is very catchy. It's legit, like, just one single altogether. But I chose this one because it's a little different, like you said, from all the other ones, um, including the singles and also the other songs on the album. Uh, I mean, it's just not only is it emo, clearly my favorite, but um, they're singing on it, and it's a little bit more, like, a slower tempo, and as they also kind of slow down themselves. And they also, like, grab a phrase, like a social media phrase, this could be us, and just kind of go with it and it works and it's also because they're young and they're really you know fun and all that but their entire album is really good and I think it's because they just kind of play around and do what they want to do and also are very in tune with what people want especially their fans on social media and yeah this song's a little different it's um I really liked it a lot of the other songs on the album are really good um so they do live up to like their singles that they have out like no flex zone and my type um, but yeah, that's kind of why I chose it. And it's good that to kick off the, the year with this album because it is fun and really catchy. And I think it's going to be a good year for Ray Shrimmerd. So, yeah, yeah, I like this song. It's, it, you know, I'm a big Migos guy and <laughs> kind of comparing apples to oranges, but I like, I like rappers and rap groups that have like a good comic sensibility and it just seems like they're embracing the whole like meme ability of this could be us but you're playing on on the right. song it's just fun it's a it's a fun song i don't think it's like single of the year but it's really it's really enjoyable and like me goes they have very of a um, distinctive like tone delivery. yes so i think exactly. that's what also yeah i want i haven't heard catchy. this i haven't heard this album yet but i i it is on the docket for me i'm going to listen to it yeah, I have to say, after listening to this song, in addition to the singles, I'm gonna definitely gonna Yay! spin this out full album a few times. You won. Interscope, give me a check. I just put some people <laughs> on. Yeah, I'm excited though. It's a good album, especially for their debut album. Also, yeah, I mean, right, and this is a, a rap debut, which is a notoriously dicey thing, and it's uh, they seem to be get, get, getting some good notices. Um, and of course, like we mentioned, this is a slow time too. So, you know, it is, it's also just smart to release it now. Cause like people are talking about them. Whereas if it came out last month, it definitely would have gotten overshadowed with kind of year end talk and the J Cole and the Nicki Minaj. So this is just like a great time for them to kind of shine. So the song's called, this could be us. Uh, it's Ray Sremmerd. If you don't know how to spell it, it's ear drummers backwards. So back to what I was saying. This could be us, but you're playing. This could be us, but you're playing. I'm high up, I don't sound crazy. All right, that was Ray Sremmerd. Uh, next up is one of my picks. 
The band is called Viet Cong. This is a debut album from, um, if, if anyone's familiar with the Calgary, Canada group Women, yeah. who were a pretty great rock group. They either disbanded <laughs> yeah, or they on disbanded. permanent they're, they're hiatus done. or who knows what's going they on done. with them. They're done, Jason says. So I'm going to take his word for it. So Viet Cong is the new group, um, two members of the disbanded women. This is very, it's it's not too dissimilar, but this is super post-punky, like very needly angular guitars, like stabbing at your brain. There's a few like softer synths in it, but for the most part, this is kind of that like frenetic, aggressive post-punk sound. Uh, the song I picked is Silhouettes. The debut album comes out this month, January. Um, and I think it's just fantastic. And I would say kind of like we were talking about with Ray Sremer, like this is just a smart time for a group like this to put out an album. It kind of reminds me last January Eagles, not as in the classic rock group, but the E-A-G-U-L-L-S um, group put out a very post-punky album in January that got, or maybe it was early February, but similarly got a lot of attention for kind of coming out in a slow time of year. And I think um, they're kind of doing the same thing. And I think I... You know, all the best to them. I hope this gets them a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, not much to add. I'm really excited about this album. I, You picked Silhouettes, right? Yeah, yes. that, that's a really good song on it. And yeah, I mean, I was a fan of, of women and I, I had completely um, blanked on this, but I, I, it, I was really sad when Chris Reimer, who, who was a member of, of women, passed away yes. in 2012. That was very sad. Because... I mean, they had broken up, I believe, before that, but their second album, Public Strain, is, like, very slept on. I think it came out in, like, 2010. And, yeah, I, but I I agree with you that I even kind of like Viet Cong a little bit more in the fact that it's a little bit more immediate, a little jangly, mm-hmm. and, yeah, you, you got that post-punk influence, but where women kind of crawled with their songs into and then kind of opened up into these beautiful moments. This is a little bit more in your face and, and really impactful. I, I, I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I'm very excited. And I think I kind of agree with you that I might even like this better than women. I think there's something so great about the lead vocals. Um, you know, like I think the best post-punk, the lead vocals always sound very like haunted, like they're really yeah. coming from your core, like an Ian Curtis or early Interpol, and I think a lot of kind of post-punk revivalists get that wrong, uh, and they end up just sounding just more like whiny and lost, yeah. you know, like Latter-day Interpol. Um, but <laughs> uh-huh. but this, this really, he seems to kind of like be speaking from, you know, the tortured soul, and this is, it's, it's a good immediate listen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it's a good, it's always good to evoke someone like Joy Division without like ripping them off. And I feel like Viet Cong does a good job of that where you listen to it and you're like, oh, this kind of sounds like Joy Division, but not as much as like, oh, they're just kind of pilfering from them. So, totally. yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's give it a spin. Viet Cong Silhouettes. Viet Cong silhouettes. Um, I have to say, part of me wants, I just think it would be hilarious if Jane Fonda went around with the group Viet Cong doing like a media tour, oh and, like my taking goodness. pictures with them. Yeah, um, like only like eight people would get that. Yeah, I think there were like very few people. People would be like, what? That's the Why mom that from This Is Where I Leave You and yeah. Monster in Law. Anyway. But anyways, that amuses me. But let's let's move on to a Jason pick. Marine in the Diamonds, Immortal, um, I'm just going to toss it to you. Yeah, so this is a pick I actually like, which is cool. 
Yeah, Marina the Diamonds, her new album Fruit is out in April. They announced it like way ahead of time, which is always interesting to me. They announced in like November that this album's coming out in April. I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so but that's cool. And Marina the Diamonds, who is going to be at Coachella, which we kind of found out a couple hours ago, she is someone whose two albums before this um, were albums that I didn't love. But she always has this kind of potential that intrigues me. She'll pop these these little amazing singles like Prima Donna and Oh No onto these full lengths that are a little bit more uneven. But because those those moments are so pure and, and so interesting, she keeps me coming back. And Immortal is a song. It's not... It's First of all, it's a total change in direction for her. It seems like this album is going to be a little bit more, bit more serious, a little less poppy. Uh, more ballad driven, but I think she pulls it off. I was surprised to to hear her voice resonate like this. I don't think the song itself, and in, in terms of the lyrics, is is amazing. But I picked it because I think Marina's doing some interesting stuff, and she is someone that you know if she if she nails, she can stick a landing. I'll, I'll say that like she can get everything to work on a particular track. I don't think this is that track but it makes me intrigued to hear the rest of the album. Yeah, I've always had really conflicting feelings about her because I've I've known a few people who are huge supporters, yet I have to admit, like, a full album of Marine and the Diamonds, like, leaves me a little worn out. Yeah. Um, and this is a five-minute song, and I will admit, like, probably around the four-minute mark, I was like, all right, so this song's still going on. But <laughs> I did really like it, and actually, there's something kind of cool about the lyrics, um, the whole, like... There's something, some line about like, well, let's reserve a page on human history for yeah. our romance. She's trying to find that afterlife. She's trying to find that fountain that, of youth. That I immortality. Guess. I um, but anyways, so it's, it's yeah, like her voice Leon, sounds incredible. Pop. It's kind of ethereal and haunting. Like it's, I, but like I said, you know, even though I've never fallen totally in love with Marina and the Diamonds, there is something about her music that I always, if there's a new song, I'm always interested to see yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Erica, now... I presented uh, you yeah, this song, say. thinking like, <laughs> saying like you might actually like this because it kind of sounds like Jesse Ware. In parentheses, Jason said, "This sounds like Jesse Ware." And at first, I thought this is what you always do, which is tell me that someone sounds like either her or yep. Adele or Drake but or it Sam actually Smith did. to actually get me to listen. I mean, no, they actually don't sound like. But I, she has a really Aww. beautiful voice, so I really like her voice. Well, no, but... they're not like she doesn't sound. Like, it's not like oh, this no, is a dead ring. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, you liar. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's I, like saying like the weekend doesn't sound like drake oh like, my god yeah he does no he doesn't oh, come what? On. he does not sound uh, okay that's a conversation for the juice podcast um <laughs> no man i really like the song and you pr- I probably wouldn't have listened if you wouldn't have put it in parentheses yeah. that it sounds like jesse Ware, but i really like her voice also as you guys mentioned cool yeah. all right well let's uh let's give it a spin marine in the diamonds immortal this is from a very, very upcoming album that will be out in April. Forever chasing after thy, but everybody dies. Die. If I could buy forever at a price, I would buy it twice. All right, that was Marine and the Diamonds. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Hope your 2015 is better than your 2014, unless you had like the world's best 2014, unless you're one of those yeah. few people. In which have case, another year, just pretty good. Good. have another good year. We all yeah. did. Come on. Yeah, we did all right. Joe, you you're right. It was a good 2014. Yeah. Yeah. The billboard. 
<laughs> you, Erica. Oh you my gosh, that's so true. I feel like I've just been here for a while that I completely no, forgot about that. Yeah, I came to Billboard Aww. last year. Yeah, you spilled so. so much juice in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Drink so much juice. On that note. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you have any recommendations, tweet them at us. Thank you for listening and have a great week.